This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. (laughs) The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thanks for making us part of your day. Coach Chiesa is going to join the show coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. We'll talk uh, a lot of Ju- uh, Utah Jazz basketball with Coach. Uh, some jazz news today that we have not gotten to uh, yet, Gordon. Quinn Snyder will be your uh, head coach for the Western Conference All-Stars. I guess it's not really Western Conference because of the draft, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. But, but he'll be the Western Conference representative? Right. And that's not a surprise, right? Because uh, Locke was doing the math on the on the air the other day. Uh, for, it goes to the the coach who has the best record, but uh, can't be the same coach in a row uh, two times in a row, something like that. And so it basically had Quinn be the guy. Uh, but anyway, uh, I can't remember the last time a Jazz head coach was the head coach of uh, the All Star team. Can you, Gordon? Did Jerry ever do it? Uh, not that I know of. I know Frank Layden did it once. Did he? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because it was kind of shocking. That the Jazz at that time, if I'm remembering that right, but I I misremembered what year I moved here, so maybe you shouldn't trust me. <laughs> Don't beat but yourself up over the, that. The, the, the one, it's okay. The, the one thing though that really I think, and Austin and I were talking about this off the air. I I wonder if just having Quinn's influence around the other All Star players could somehow plant a, a good seed where somebody would be impressed by him, and I know it's not an overly strategic game, it's more symbolic, but I wonder if someone say, you know, this guy's really sharp. I might not mind going to Utah and playing for this guy. Do you, do you think that's uh, a complete uh, false statement, or do you think there might be some truth to it? Um, no, I mean, no, it's not a complete false statement, because, I mean, think of uh, conventions, you know? You uh-huh. you go to conventions to make network connections, and some pan out and some don't. But, you know, the hard part is with all-star players, it's not like all-star players are on the move all that much. Mm-hmm. So I don't know I don't know what connection he could make to an all-star to bring them aboard years down the line. I don't know if that's really all that realistic. But, you know, the, the NBA community in general and the NBA players community even more so is definitely a small world. And so little things and relationships and those sorts of things can have more of an impact, I think, than people think. But do I think that if uh, he coaches the the Western Conference All-Star, all of a sudden uh, Denver, Devin Booker is going to take a pay cut to play in Utah? No. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, there's obviously <laughs> much more important criteria, but it never it doesn't hurt. Okay, yeah, if that's the standard. Yeah, it couldn't hurt. I, I bet you Coach would rather be on a beach somewhere. <laughs> oh, I agree. I I don't think that would mean that much to him because he's not into that kind of stuff anyway. He's, he's uh, if I were going to use a word, I wouldn't say bashful, but I, I don't think that Quinn's the kind of guy that's screaming out to the NBA world, hey, everybody, look at me. You know, I, I just... I don't think he's wired that way. I well, how about this? I don't think he's vain. 
I don't think mm-hmm. he's seeking that uh, that sort of approval. If I had to make a guess, I bet he doesn't drive a Porsche. Oh, please. It's pronounced sorry, Porsche. I, really? I can barely that, get that out. I'm is, sorry. Is that, is that really what, you just shaped that straight into that comment? Is it? No. Here I am. I'm having a rough day today. No. You know, and then you got to pile on. Like I was that, just, you know? as you say all the time, I was just adding to the conversation. And you were saying, <laughs> uh, describing Quinn Snyder, the first word that came to my mind was he's not really vain in that way. And then that. That sent me to the Porsche joke, and I'm sorry. Yeah, but, they, yeah, but sorry. you see, this is what you don't understand about that. It's not vain. It's the love of driving. See, what, here's what you've got to understand, though. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, no, you're not You're not 12 and like driving a go-kart anymore. I mean, it's 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 to roll into the, the parking lot on you know, Sundays at church to be like, hey there, hey there, Mr. Hey there, Brother Samson. Did you notice my my automobile here? There there might be some places that are like that, but one, my neighborhood's not like that. And secondly, nobody cares what you're driving. (laughs) Nobody cares but you. Uh, but I don't, yeah, I don't think Quinn Snyder seeks that type of approval, or was, at least it wouldn't appear so to me. I don't but think so, yeah. maybe, you know, with that being said, maybe he really is, is going to go to Atlanta and really enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not so sure. My, my guess is he would rather be, uh, you know, in Cabo or something like that, soaking up some rays. Yeah, I think he'd rather be with his family. And, uh, but, but I don't know. I mean, it's, I guess it's an honor. It shows that there's some success going on here. And, and uh, now yeah. I just don't see him, you know, like when you picture all star coaches in the past, they're yucking it up on the bench, cracking jokes and, and not really coaching. I don't know if I can picture Quinn Snyder doing that. Like, does the does the typical Quinn Snyder scowl that we're all so familiar with, does that make an appearance at an all star game? Well, it's not so much the scowl. It's his, his his he's a student and a professor of the game. And so that's what. I mean, when someone is it really enjoys that aspect of of what he's doing, then standing on the side of the court with a bunch of guys, nobody's listening to you. I, I can't imagine that that would be enjoyable from that standpoint. You know? that would be a little. That would be like that. That would be like uh, driving a Porsche that had uh, that had some. Porsche. It's pronounced it, Porsche that had some some. <laughs> Some missing belts or something, you know, it just wouldn't be the same. Or it would be like driving a Porsche with underinflated tires. It's pronounced yeah. Porsche. I only have one Porsche. It's pronounced Porsche. Am I arguing with myself now? I don't even know what you're arguing. I just asked if we were going to see the familiar Quinn Snyder scowl, and then you started talking about professors. <laughs> If you really love something, and that's why you do it, you love teaching the game, and then you're put in an environment with all these great players, and it's difficult for you to – and maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe he'd be able to utilize some things that would enable them to uh, to, to, to perform better. I, I That just seems like not what that game's about. But I mean, I don't even really enjoy that game that much. I mean, I I like seeing some of the things the players can do, but uh, you know, all that all that fancy schmancy stuff. I just I, I don't care about that. That's not why I like the game.
So I voted, Austin. I voted on Vane. Uh, but what's results? What's what is what is that's that? if you you don't want to vote but just want to see the results. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Right. What, what, what do you guys Practical is struggling early. Yeah, you, uh, you can go to at Austin Horton uh, and answer this question once and for all. Is owning a luxury vehicle, namely a Porsche, vain or practical? Well, it's not a luxury vehicle. That's your problem. It's a driving machine. It, it's not, you know, if you, want, if you want a car with all the bells and whistles on it and you're just leisurely rolling around town then maybe maybe so oh. you're, you're so i need to replace faulty. the word vehicle with driving machine well just a, a sports car you could say it that way oh okay okay i'll take it down and redo it that's fine all right no yeah, don't take it, right. it down we already have a bunch of results and no that's right. well, i don't, yeah, I don't want him to say a yeah but tomorrow that's that's a different if question. you had said it was a sports car or a driving machine rather no, than a luxury it's a, 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 do this do a performance car no, okay, that, that, that's right. what it is. Okay, so is owning a performance car driving machine vain <laughs> luxury or practical driving machine? <laughs> tell me, tell me which. What, what, how would you like me no, to write? Because this? it's not a matter of luxury. Because you can buy a car that is uh, is is uh, more reasonably priced. That's luxurious. That doesn't drive like that. It's it's a different feeling. It's it's just a different animal. You know, you can go out and get yourself a. A Bentley or something that is just really cushy and really nice and has a good feel to it. And there's, and there's good things about that, too, that has nothing to do with trying to impress other people. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A Bentley is less expensive than the car you're driving? No, I'm just talking, not talking about price. I'm talking about... Well, you this, said well, price. You said you could no, get a more moderately priced vehicle that's luxurious, and then you said like a Bentley. No, no. Well, I, well what I mean is that they're, they, they're in different categories. They're in different classifications. They're not the same thing. I've now put up a second poll. Is well, owning well, a, per Gordon Monson's description, sports car driving machine, vain, practical, or result? <laughs> Now you've slanted it. I wrote now, exactly what you said. I know, but you have my name in there, and now people are going to jump on that. You know, it's, it's what, whatever. Okay. All we'll, right. We'll see A third poll. No, we'll no. just see how it goes. Polls are fun. Vanity. It's a hell of a drug. It's not vanity. It's not. And and the fact that the the fact that you don't know it tells me that tells me a lot about you. You know, because that I, that I don't own a Porsche. No, that 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 you don't you don't know what that feels like, and you don't know the draw of it as opposed to trying to, you know, ride around in a pimp mobile of some sort. You know, it's a, <laughs> that, 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 that's not what it is. It's not what it is. Now it might be for some people, but it's not for a lot of people. They just love the feel of the car, not not the way it uh, it appears to other people. Mm-hmm. That's why you would, remember when we challenged you to take the, the hood ornament off of the Hyundai and put it onto the Porsche and you wouldn't do it? Well, I didn't want to scratch up my car. That had nothing to do well, with well, not what being do you, why willing do you, to do it. Why do you care about scratching up your car? I thought why, it was would I, why would I want to scratch up a car that well, I take good care of? It's performance, man. That's all you care oh, about, performance. Dude, you wouldn't on. care about some scratches. T Tommy says it's not vain if you can afford it. And I can't wrap my brain around that answer. <laughs> I uh, that that's the most vain response I could think of. 
<laughs> I don't think that has anything to do with vanity. You just don't know what it's like to own a <laughs> sports car driving machine. Right, and then just to rub everybody face in it a little bit right no, there. No, no, that's good. That's good. I, the last thing I would ever want to do is make anybody feel bad. Or, or, hey, look at me and look at you. Anything like that. Get out of here. That's got nothing you to do with You just told it. Jake. This tells me a lot about you yeah, that you, you don't did. know what it feels no, like. It, no, yeah, that. but what I was referring to is that he hasn't had that experience. Neener, neener. How no, but no I'm, not try, I'm not trying to make him feel bad about it. I'm just saying that either, either you know it or you don't. And if you haven't had the chance, then you don't know it. There's no way for you to know it. I drove those uh, those uh, go karts out at uh, the old Miller Motorsports Park a few times. Pretty high performance vehicles. Look, I've, I've driven crappy cars. I've driven nice cars. Nope. And I know, it, it, I've, I've driven them all, and you know, I mean, I, I, I know the difference. <laughs> and it's either you care about the way that feels, or you don't enjoy it. One or the other. Uh, the first poll, ninety-five votes so far. 23 hours left on it, and it's uh, 63% vain to 13% practical. Okay. The second no, poll is it, owning a, per Gordon's description, sports car driving machine, vain or practical, and 17 votes, 94% say vain. Okay. but see, And this, then the third the, poll is owning a sports car driving machine, vain or practical, and 17 votes for that one as well. It's 65 to 12. But, but, the, but the whole thing is flawed. Your answers are flawed. It's got nothing to do with being vain or being practical. Of course, it's not practical. It's just something that you love to do. It's a, it, that's just a bad poll. It's a, the answers are bad. The questions bad. So I've written three polls, and the and questions of, have been approved by you finally on the third poll. And no, the, the answers have not changed on any of the polls. But the answers, now you've got a problem with the yeah, answer. Yeah, the answer's wrong. What it's should not, the answers be? It's not practical. You can say if you want to claim vain, go ahead and claim that. So vain but can that, be one of them. Okay. Yeah. What's the next answer? Or is uh, there a need for another answer? Uh, the love of driving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Love of driving. I've got yeah. four slots. So I've got two left. Okay. What's get the, rid of that other crap. <laughs> kill, kill those other poles out. They don't stop even count. the count. Okay. Yes. All right. No, no, that's just stupid. You can't ask whether it's vain or practical, because it's neither. So it needs to be vain or love of driving are the only options? How about what does it say about the driver? Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm telling you. You know, this is, this, is, this, is, this is the version of Bowler and me arguing over Magic Johnson or John Stockton. This goes. You this is a, hiding this from is, your vanity. Th this is a perpetual argument that that it's just. I, I I'm frustrated because it's it's not what you think it is. It is though. It is not. <laughs> it is not. Someone tweeted in, my boss drives a Porsche, and the dude might be the most vain person I've ever met in my life. Well, I mean, so what? What does that mean? I mean it doesn't mean that every guy, everybody who drives a sports car is vain. Shasta says, I drive a Mercedes, so I should set this one out. But yeah, there's a bit of vanity to it. <laughs> At least he has the self-awareness to, uh, to, to say it. Uh, Dustin says, it's neither vain nor practical. Okay. Yes, exactly. That's the right answer. And Michael Jolly, in his 
$3,000 Italian suit uh, avatar says, Agreed, neither. For some it is vanity, but for a lot of people, they just love the feel of driving a car with that what? kind of performance. Bingo. Bingo. Bing who was that? Someone lives in the cove. No, who was that? Michael Jolly. Michael, you are absolutely 100% correct. That is a smart man right there. And I bet you believe that that Scotty Cameron putter is cutting strokes off he your game, sells, too, aren't you? By the way, he sells uh, horse uh, dressage equipment. So, <laughs> Dressage, the, the Mitt Romney's wife's uh, event? Yeah. <laughs> there you go, I, free plug, Doug Jolly. Why am I, why am I blanking on her name? What's what's Mitt's oh, wife? Michael, sorry. What's Mitt's wife's name? Why am I blanking on that right Anne? now? Anne. Anne Rob. Didn't she what didn't she compete in that at an Olympic uh oh, I don't know. She did, I swear, or she owned the horse. <laughs> I have no idea. Dressage. <laughs> we went to the Olympics. I hope Michael takes my teasing in stride there. You know, you know Do you think that, if you, you know, do dressage your vein? No, no, it's practical. So, so I, that's, you know a, that's I, a performance riding machine. Is you know what I wish you'd had as your answers there oh. is owning a sports car, uh, the, the um, vain or fun. Well, it's of course fun. Yeah, rubbing your nose uh, or rubbing your neighbor's nose in it often is. Jake and I have never said to you that Porsche is a bad machine. Ever. Oh, Not one time. I'm just saying you're making a statement. No, it's, more fun, it. it's more fun to drive a, a, a good driving car than it is a, a, a POS. <laughs> so if it's not a Porsche, it's a POS? No, I'm just saying that we're drawing a contrast here. You know? and I, 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 it's, it's fun. <laughs> That's what it is. This has been fun. I agree. <laughs> I see. This was flawed, man. This <laughs> this right here shows you why polls are, are, are junk sometimes. You sound like someone else in the news these days. No, this is I, flawed. No, it is flawed. Fake. It's, no, some things are flawed, some things aren't, and this is flawed. This is a bit trumped up is what no, I hear from the you. the election here. was absolutely legit. <laughs> this, this poll was junk. Stop the count. <laughs> Stop the stupid question. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see how those polls are going. <laughs> the, no, the it, ones that are terrible. No, yeah. pull pull the ones down. Get rid of those. Pull ask your own poll up. Ask the question correctly. This is my Twitter. Vanity is running away with this thing. Well, that's because it's not practical. I'll, I'll grant you that. It's not practical. How did no. we get here, by the way? No, go buy Queen your Toyota Prius if you want practical. You know, this isn't that. I mean. Michael tweets in, my jacket in the photo was $20 at Old Navy. <laughs> See, Michael, now you know how I feel. See, These guys to bring this full chuck in all kinds of accusations that are untrue. See, the, to bring this full circle is if Gordon were a head coach, he'd be the exact type of coach that wants to roll up to that all-star game in his uh, uh, car that's priced more than Are Bentley. you kidding me? You know me better saying, than that. Yep. I'm all about the comfort, not about the speed. You, I'd turn it down. You just told us you were all about the speed. No, uh, not that's you were not, all about the performance. I, 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 no, I'm not going back to Atlanta to coach in some game that doesn't matter. Oh, I'm, sta too. I'm spending time with my family. Are you kidding me? You're, you know where my priorities are. You're gonna go soak it in. Take home your free Kia. No, uh, <laughs> your POS Kia. <laughs> it's not a driving machine.
Oh, man, your questions are wrong. It's going to be a landslide because the whole thing is flawed. I'm not even going to acknowledge this. It's a joke. Bring home your free Kia, abandon it I in wish an empty you lot just because you can. <laughs> with the keys, <laughs> with with the the keys running. in it. I wish you would put out your own poll then, Gordon, so we could compare. I, I, don't, I don't know how to do that. Just do, just do it the right way. Let's, I tried. You, I asked right you way. what to do, and I okay. typed exactly what you said then, to type. Well, you're, I didn't really look at your answers. I mean, it's not having a sports car, having a high-performance car is not practical, but it is fun as hell. And it's, but is uh, it vain? No, it's not vain. It has nothing to do with it. I don't, you think I care what you think about me? Yes. When it comes to what kind of car I drive? Well, not yes. me. That's, a, that's the <laughs> last me, thing in the world. Nobody. The royal who, you. Who do I care about? Oh, right. <laughs> you think I care what my neighbors think about what kind of car I drive? Yes, you and Blake are in an arms race. Oh, Maybe you know. don't, yes, but man. do your neighbors care what you drive? No, they don't care uh. if they have nicer cars than I do. What do you, I mean, it just doesn't matter. So how should I word the poll? Uh, is driving a sports car. You can have Vane there if you want, and then put uh, fun, because that's what it is. All right, that's what I'll put. All right, let's get out to the zone <laughs> phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our good friend, Andrew Reinhardt. Andrew, let's help our listeners with their relationships. Yes, that is what we do at Wasatch Medical. We improve relationships by removing, A, the erectile dysfunction, and B, the embarrassing aspects of treating ED. That's take a pill, use injections, uh, pause the spontaneity to take a pill and get a glass of water. We use uh, the two most advanced forms of acoustic wave therapy. This is very different than what guys are used to hearing about. This uh, uses pressure waves. It gently opens up blood vessels in this part of the body so that when the timing is right in the bedroom, things function, the circulation is good, when we repair the damaged blood vessels that naturally happen as a man ages, uh, men will be surprised. This is turning back the clock in the bedroom. And, of course, when we remove the pill, we remove all of the bad side effects. Which has just got to be amazing. It's, it's remarkable what guys have been putting up, for, uh, putting up with for so long. Yeah, they take the pills. They deal with the headaches. And then the pill kind of stops working, so they take more. The headaches get worse. The, you know, the results get worse. It's a vicious cycle. It's a black hole, and it's not treating anything. It's just going after symptoms, whereas we really try to reverse the ED safely by going after the root cause of the problem. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Get on the schedule. Get in and see the doctor. See if it's a good fit, and you can get some other stuff too today, right? Yeah, so much for free. Um, You meet with our doctor. He'll do an assessment. He'll test those blood vessels with the blood flow ultrasound, which is really cool, by the way. Every man should have his blood flow tested. Uh, The little gift that we've mentioned that produces basically immediate results in the bedroom, you'll feel that. Guys love it. And this is all no charge. So put a stop to the ED, get the relationship back on track, and call us now. It's free. 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, 801-901-8000, Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll get into more coming up straight ahead. Don't forget, Coach Chies at 5, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. 
This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. want to remind you about our friends at Davis Vision. Davis Vision is giving you 1,000 reasons to get rid of those contacts or glasses. That's $1,000 off LASIK surgery during the month of February. Start your road to vision at davisvisionmd.com or call 801-253-3080. That's Davis Vision. By the way, an update on Austin's poll. He asked whether driving a sports car is vain or fun, and fun is running away with it. Is that's it? what I'm talking about. See, that's about. a flawed poll because it's more about is owning a sports car vain or fun. That's not driving because, of well, course, th- driving okay. one's fun. Well, did you say driving or owning? No, I, I said what you told me to say, but it's flawed. <laughs> totally okay. flawed. I agree. Whatever. Well, fun is winning by a mile. And that, that just goes oh, to show you. Might want to refresh that. Why is it gone the other way? The now? mile has uh, shrunk. What is it? It's uh, 55 to 25. Or 22, excuse me. I think that owning is a key word there. Because it's not like you're just you're not uh, pulling a scent of a woman and going and test driving a Ferrari. <laughs> I mean, I would love to drive Gordon's Porsche. It'd be fun. Right. I don't even own a Porsche. My wife has a Porsche. I, a Porsche. I don't have one right I now. I only so. have one Porsche. Wrong uh, on both she, accounts. She has a Porsche. I have I have something else. I thought you said everything in your home, you was you paid for it and things well, like that. I gave that to her as a Christmas gift once. And Wait, and you won't say what kind of car you have now? You just say something no, I, else? I have a Stelvio Quadrifoglio. And a truck. Wait, what? what's a Stelvio? <laughs> what is it's it? It's a fine driving machine. <laughs> Does Ford it's make it? It's fun to drive. No, no. It's a Alfa Romeo. Which side of the of the car is the steering wheel on? It's on the left, Jake. Oh. Duh. Don't they Do drive? you drive with driving gloves on? No, I never have. Oh, why not? The, it's the fun. Steering wheel, the steering wheel's heated. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of cars have that now. I know. I know. Uh, let, can I get to? Can I? Can I switch gears? Please. As, yeah. as much as I love shaming, gears. Swing, nice. shaming you for being vain. Uh, Change lanes. Uh, so, Kenyon Martin, of all people, made some comments about uh, Donovan Mitchell and the way that he handled the Shaq thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious to what you think about this. This is what Kenny Martin said. I said, quote, I would have uh, had a rebuttal and they would have had to go to commercial, Martin said. I would have told Shaq exactly what he can do. Yeah, it would have been bad. Like straight up, I just played my ass off out there and you got something negative to say? You don't know the work I put in. You don't know what I'm doing to enhance my game or make my team better. That's the problem. These dudes just be on TV saying anything. I don't need you to motivate me, Shaq. I can motivate myself. He basically told him he ain't getting it done. That's uh, that. That would be an appropriate response, I think. Um, you know, he, and he could add, uh, "Go do anatomically impossible things to yourself." 
Okay, I get what you're getting at, but I I really like the way Donovan Mitchell handled well, that. Well, I know. You can go either way. I, 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 I like the it. whole all right thing mm-hmm. and just silent. I thought it was I thought it was great. I said that's yeah. not how he said it. I, I know. But I thought the 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 silence in between when him saying that and Shaq going, that's it, I thought that said more than words could ever say. So I well, get, you know, talk tough, I'd tell Shaq where to stick it. But I thought Donovan's response was actually perfect. Yeah, I can't I can't argue with you at all on that. I, I thought it was just fine the way it was. But I, I could understand why a man who has a lot of pride would would uh, fire back a little bit. Uh, because that, I mean, look, I've asked tough questions in interviews before and not always greeted with the uh, with a happiness. But uh, that that was kind of a cheap shot, what Shaq threw at uh, Donovan Mitchell, and so yeah, I liked his response. I thought it was pretty pretty good. Um, but uh, Kenyon, I, I don't argue with that either. I mean, think about it. He just had a fantastic game, busted his hump, has been working hard to improve, and 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 I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe Shaq could say that, but that just seems like a weird thing to start out an interview with when, uh, and that was the whole interview uh, on that occasion. Well, I mean, I I think Shaq had that whole tough guy thing where I said this to you about you at half, and I'm going to say it to your face too. But he certainly could have phrased it differently. I mean, I don't think well, either one of us has a real problem with Shaq having an opinion, whether we agree with it or not. But you could say. Hey, this whole season is about you guys getting ready for the next level. Do you think you have more of these performances in you? Are you asking really the same question? Yeah, well, he can do it any which way he wants, whatever. I mean, if that's what he wants. But now, and I predicted and I wrote that this was going to happen when when Shaq was on the, the panel. Uh, I don't know, where was everybody else that night? Because it was a whole different crew. But Shaq was there when the Jazz played uh, the other night. And and uh, I, I had predicted that he was going to take credit for Donovan's success now. Like, I motivated him to take it to a different level. And that was just so predictable. Come on, Shaq, give me a break. Yeah, you're the reason. Well, I think he says that now to not look dumb. But I, everyone knew he was going to say it if the Jazz continued with their success, which they have. So Does that changed my my statement that I think he said it to not look dumb. Well, yeah, probably not. But now he can if the Jazz are not as successful as as they seem to be, then he can say, "See, I told you." You know, otherwise. But the whole idea of Shaq taking the uh taking the the form of motivator and coach that just seemed I don't know. Uh, why why does any player with pride need Shaq to do that? I don't think they do need it. Exactly. Well, I don't know. I, I don't get into splitting hairs with Shaq. I'm, I'm more trying to look into the Donovan side of this that I thought he handled it great. And, and hey, I'm sure Donovan would appreciate Kenyon Martin's uh, support that uh, Shaq was out of line. But I thought the way that he handled it was terrific. Oh, yeah, I agree with that completely. Believe me, I've been on the receiving end of negativity and, and pretty much ignored it myself. I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and get in an argument with someone in a situation like that. So I do have great respect for the way Donovan handled it. And I think a lot of people liked it, thought it was perfect. 
All right, we've got the Not Sports Report coming up right around the corner. Coach Chiesa joins us at 5. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Check this out. And now your Not Sports Report on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It is time for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles in inventory. Check them out online, lhmusedcars.com. Gordon, where are we going today? We're not going anywhere. I'm just uh, responding to a video that's out on the, uh, the interwebs or on TikTok or something. There is a woman out there who says... That and this has created quite a stir in the video. It's I mean, the video has been seen like 1.6 million times or something. But in it, she says that she, when she fixes dinner and she feeds it to her children, she gives them dessert with the meal instead of after the meal. So when I say that, Jake, what's your immediate reaction? Good for them. <laughs> Do you think that would be healthy? Would it be less healthy? Well, the woman says that uh, it's bad to tell your kids, okay, eat your broccoli and then you get dessert because then they think, oh, dessert is good and broccoli is bad. Right? Well, this just in. Kids yeah. like the taste of ice cream better than broccoli. That's not really a... Like, Is I that get all the, that controversial? I get the angle she's coming from. I don't necessarily agree with that angle. I get what she means by that. To, just, to, uh, to say that broccoli is something you have to get through and then dessert is the reward. Well, that she's saying that that teaches your kids that dessert is good for you or it's the good thing and broccoli is the bad thing. I get where she's coming from. I don't think kids piece it together like that, though. She said, she, well, yeah, I'm not sure. She said that it allows children to listen to their own hunger cues and not overeat or undereat because they're trying to compensate and save room for dessert or they forgot to save room and now dessert is offered. Ah, she lost me at hunger cues. Oh, this is this is ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> Just ludicrous. She, she says she says it's a bad habit to to believe that dessert comes after every dinner. We we never had dessert growing up. It was just we had snacks if we wanted it throughout the day, but there was not. You finish this, you get this dessert that I've prepared. That was it. Just wasn't how we did things. And I, I've got a three year old that we have to convince to eat every single night. <laughs> so spare me. You're you're judging Cash whether doesn't they always do or know so, it's good some for them or what's not. God, hey, Mr. Disciplinarian, some people some people think it's bad to force your kids to eat food that they don't want to eat. Kids need nutrition, Gordon. Right, right. I understand that. I mean, honestly, if I did this, she would eat nothing but the ice cream, and then the rest of it would just sit there. There are, uh, according to uh, a study that I read, there are. Uh, negatives that come along with uh, forcing your kids to eat food they don't want to. Um, Are those negatives, do they outweigh the negatives of letting your kid eat whatever they want, whenever they want? Or the the negatives of <laughs> malnourishment? That too? Yeah, I mean, 
What? Hey, man, I didn't do the. I didn't write the study. I just saw it. Sure. She said, and this woman also says, I'm always interested that people are surprised by mixing dessert with dinner. It's not any different than packing all the food in one lunchbox. Or that was what somebody said about it. So, in other words, if if someone is eating, if someone has a main a main course and they want their kid to eat that, uh, she'll she won't serve up like a, a banana split. Because <laughs> next to the liver and onions, that. yeah, right. But she would put a cookie on the plate so that the kid could mix that in with as, the liver uh, and onions. Yeah, as the child is eating, whatever the I'm not sure the is. digestive system's made like that, but oh, well, what's the difference between eating? I guess one that's and, a good point. Yeah, you're yeah, gonna get it together inside. Are yeah. you guys categorical eaters? Do you eat all of one thing at a time around the plate? No, <clears throat> oh, no. that depends. If I've got mashed potatoes, I like to eat those first until they're gone because I don't like cold mashed potatoes and they tend to cool off quickly. But most of the time, I just go around the plate until it's all gone. This this whole food thing is really interesting to me because well, there are so bad. many there are so many things that can go wrong with food with individuals as far as their relationship with food the amount of food they eat the kinds of food they eat um, the, the, any kind of and we're talking about kids here who are growing up to uh, establish certain impressions about food and relationships with food so it's kind of it's kind of tricky I. I, I don't think it's a bad idea to stay open-minded about how to approach this instead of slapping, you know, like you said, liver and onions down on a plate, Austin, and then saying to Harper, all right, Harper, you got to eat that. You're not leaving this table until you leave it, until you eat this. And if you don't eat it, you're going straight to your room. I'm not sure that's the best answer. I'm not so sure. If I, if I let my three-year-old eat only what she'd want, she'd have cupcakes and macaroni and cheese every day. <laughs> What? Well, only I mean, this all, is, this oh, no, no, so, no, 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 James, that's so no, ludicrous. Th- th- then, it it would just... be, then it would be your fault because that's what you're providing for her. Oh. you got to give a kid up, oh, right? Uh, oh, please. She, she spent an extra half hour at the dinner table last night because she wasn't going to eat the turkey chili. Well, you know what? She was. <laughs> So don't give me any of this touchy, Jake, touchy feeling. You, boy, oh, what she wants need, and all this. To, no, I'm telling you, spare me. You're gonna, you're gonna destroy. You're just actually gonna destroy poor Sadie if you force all this stuff on but her. But you know what? She's gonna be uh, proper. Have the proper nutrition, isn't she? She might have proper nutrition in the moment, but what is her overall relationship with the food going to be besides hating dad for cramming it down she's her throat? She's going to eat what's put in front of her. That's what kind of she relationship she's going to have. She won't be bodied by have. Count Chocula? That, yeah, uh, right. Man, I, that's the area. i, I got to have you have a conversation with uh, my daughter who has studied this. Uh, I've got two food scientists in my family and somebody who is... Uh, who has studied uh, eating disorders, and they would have, and they might have a different opinion with what you're saying, Jake. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm not judging you. I'm just saying, open your mind up a little bit, and you might, you know, find that is judging, to- super judging. Open your mind up and a little bit. I love bit. how that Gordon, Gordon throws family members in there, where he goes, "If you disagree with me, you're disagreeing with my family." I have nothing but respect for your daughters, but in this case, and my wife she's drives eating, a Porsche, by the way. She's eating what we're putting in front of her. That's that is that is happening. It's pronounced Porsche. All right, that's let's, uh, that, that's that's Jake. Listen to what I'm saying, man. Oh, probably open your mind a little bit. No. 
<laughs> Let's get out to the zone phone. Joining us now from Wasatch Medical Clinic, he's our friend Andrew Reinhardt. And if you're dealing with ED out there, open your mind a little bit. There's a new solution in town. <laughs> yes, open your mind. For 30 years, men have taken the pill. It doesn't work all that well. Guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, they have to take more of it. The side effects, the headaches, the blurred vision. Nobody wants to take that. And then when the pill stops working, they turn to injections. Well, Wasatch Medical Clinic is eliminating all of that. We use an FDA-registered technology called acoustic wave therapy. Uh, With pressure waves, kind of like breaking down a muscle in the gym, we build blood vessels up stronger so that when the timing is right in the bedroom, circulation comes on and blood flow. Uh, We've seen a lot of guys get back to normal function, reverse their ED. 50-year-old guys get back to function like in their 30s, and it's been a game changer for a lot of couples. Game changer, that's a great word, right? I mean, get that spark back, get that spontaneity back. Yeah, we see guys that, you know, this really affects them, and it affects the partner also. Uh, I see the guy's side of it, (laughs) and they, you know, they get depressed. This gets them, uh, it kind of affects everything, has a huge ripple effect. And they think that this phase of their life is over, those intimate times with our significant other. It doesn't have to be. Get the on-demand function back. 801-901-8000 is the number to call. Get on the schedule. Come in, see the doctor, and uh, get a bunch of other stuff for free, right? A ton of stuff for free, $500 worth at least. The assessment, the exam, the doctor will do a blood flow ultrasound, a little special gift that I don't think I've ever seen fail, or very few times at least. Uh, plus, new patients get free testosterone. It's all free. Give us a call now and get on the road to, to putting a stop to the erectile dysfunction. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Wasatch Medical Clinic. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, guys. All right. We'll have uh, Coach Chiesa joining us next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.